Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Commonly Create Wealth podcast. My name is Marcel Mares, and I'm a portfolio strategist for CI Global Asset Management. Today on the podcast, we have Brian Brown, a portfolio manager for Canadian equities at CGAM, and more specifically, we'll discuss the Century Canadian Income Fund. Year to date, as of June 17th, S&P TSX Composite Index was up 17%. S&P 500 Index was up 9.5%, and the fund is up 11%. The funds overweight to IT and USD, despite hedging half the position, was a headwind during this period. That said, month to date, as investors unwound some of this year's dominant reflation trade, and as the Fed signaled a tightening monetary policy that could start sooner than previously thought, the fund's detractors became the fund's contributors as US IT and US dollar rallied. While we can't predict the precise path of the inflation and the Fed's response, we continue to believe the Fed will remain accommodated. We remain invested in companies that benefit from economic recovery and structural growth tailwinds that will propel free cash flow as economic growth moderates past 2021. That said, moving on to questions for Brian. Brian, with a focus on Canada, what is your market outlook? Thanks, Marcel. Uh, while we are in the early stages of an economic recovery as we climb out of the pandemic, the rebound has been fast, with GDP growth comfortably above 6% in the first quarter, following a decline of 3% in fourth quarter 2020. We expect the robust economic growth to remain strong next year, but naturally fade, which is a view we share with Bank of Montreal CEO Daryl White, who is calling for growth of 6% in 2021 and 4% in 2022. Risks to this forecast include new COVID variants and stresses in supply chains. We are of the view that the supply chain bottlenecks will clear as the economy normalizes, which will cause recent above target inflation to be transitory. That's great. Now, Brian, how is the fund positioned and, and given your active bets relative to the category, um, in what environment do you anticipate the, the fund to outperform the peer group? Yes, and I think you touched on this earlier on and um, I'll, I'll keep it high level, but broadly speaking, the Canadian Income Fund, it is invested in high quality companies that will only benefit, uh, will not only benefit from the economic recovery, but they'll also benefit from structural growth tailwinds that will drive free cash flow growth over the long term. So given our long-term free cash flow growth, growth focus, we would expect the fund to outperform the peer group as economic growth moderates past 2021 and companies in the index find it more difficult to deliver earnings growth similar to what is being realized this year. That's great. And Brian, can you share a few names that you like in this environment? Yes, yeah, so a couple of stocks that are representative of our focuses on recovery and structural growth are Boyd Group Services and Enbridge. Now, Boyd is one of the largest operators of non-franchise collision repair centers in North America, operating over 600 collision centers. Boyd has a compelling consolidation strategy with a long runway for acquisitions, given the fragmented North American collision repair industry. We believe Boyd is positioned for accelerated growth through the recovery as miles driven and consequently collisions increase. Also, we are attracted to the five-year growth plan to double the size of the business from 2021 to 2025. As for Enbridge, this is a name that 
a lot of investors are familiar with, with very good exposure to the energy sector. It owns and operates the world's longest crude oil and liquids pipeline system and owns Canada's largest gas distribution network in Ontario. We are attracted to the stability offered by Enverge since after high grading the portfolio over the last few years, the company's cash flow stability ranks amongst the highest in the sector with cost of service and contracted cash flows constituting 98% of earnings. Also, we believe the company has an un underappreciated growth outlook where they are targeting five to 7% free cash flow growth from 2020 to 2023. That's great. Brian, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your insights on Canadian equities and the Century Canadian Income Fund. As Brian mentioned, the fund remains invested in companies with structural growth tailwinds, which should outperform during a market cycle. For the listeners, if you want to know more about the Century Canadian Income Fund or other CI funds, check out CI.com and join us next week for another update on CI funds. Thank you and have a great day. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.